Welcome to the Jason Claus Show. I'm Jason Claus, your host, and today we're talking about, as always, good ideas for busy managers. Welcome, everybody, to the show. My name is Jason Claus. I'm your host. This is the Jason Claus Show. It's a podcast dedicated to helping the Bay Area busy manager find and share really good ideas. My experience is that the best managers out there, they're always on the lookout for great ways to motivate their team, to inspire people, to be more productive with fewer resources. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about finding those ideas and sharing them with a growing community of Bay Area managers. We have an awesome episode for you today. I have a, a friend, Michelle Boss. She's a personal finance coach and a certified financial educational instructor. And she's stopping by to talk a little bit about how to create a personal finance program for your team as an employee benefit. It just seems to me like a, like a great way to help differentiate yourself and to help your team address something that is kind of underserved. And we're going to get into it right after this. The Jason Claus Show is brought to you by Ensay. Computer problems can be frustrating and incredibly expensive. They're also almost always avoidable. You deserve a better computing experience and you can trust Ensight to deliver it. To find out more about Ensight's process-driven approach to delivering computer system support, go to www.ensight.net and check it out. All right, everybody. Welcome back from the break. Like I said, we've got an awesome episode today. Um, my friend, uh, Michelle Boss, who just has the coolest last name. And when I say it, I want to say it like Baus, Michelle Baus. <laughs> Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining. Thank you, Jason. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, we met, uh, we met at a Pleasanton, no, no, a Livermore Chamber of Commerce event. And um, the thing that I really like about you and that I'm really grateful for, I'm always asking for people for feedback on the, on the podcast and what they think of it, what they like about it, what they don't like about it. You're one of the, of the few that actually took that to heart and, and took the time to really send me some, some real quality feedback. And I'm really grateful for that. Thank you. Of course. What I remember most about you is your work with comedy and that you're also a stand-up comedian. I love to laugh, so uh, <laughs> that wish, really stuck with me. I wish I got to do that more, but with the, you know, I've got, I got little kids and, and they laugh at anything. So I get my fix that way these days, but you know, maybe one day, maybe one day I can get back up there and, and, and perform a little bit. In the meantime, the podcast is going to have to do, but all right. Why don't you spend a little time introducing yourself to, uh, to everybody? How'd you get into Great, this? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you the floor. You, you, have a, you have a few minutes, so, 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 so have at it. All right, my story. Well, I am a mom as well, a mom of four, and have been here in the Livermore area for about a year. I came from a corporate background. So right now, I am a personal finance coach and educator. This is my fourth career, and um, I have background in management, HR, 
sales, teaching, owning businesses, a lot of different stuff that brought me here today. And, you know, what I found out on my journey when I decided to, to help people with money as a, a coach is that we all have a money story, right? And we have different things and experiences in our life that affect that story. What I, what I ran across was a lot of people, not just friends and family, but once I started getting certified to teach personal finance, there's a lot of people that learn about money and money management through trial and error. You know, the stuff is not often taught in school. And that's you know, my why. You know, I want to help people so they're not struggling, so they're not worried, so they're not anxious uh, with their money, but they're actually thriving. And so one of the ways I do that is what we're going to be talking about today. And I'm, I'm really excited to, to share about uh, some of the education that I offer as an educator and finance coach. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I, I think just to echo what you're saying, I learned how to balance my checkbook in a home economics class in high school. And that was the extent of my financial, my, my personal financial training. That was it. And I, you know, I, I, I got a four year degree from a, from a university, never touched on it, never talked about it. I've, I learned a great deal about how to make money or about how to deliver the, the skill that, that, that I picked up. But there wasn't, there, there wasn't anyone kind of raising their hand saying, you know, there's, there's a lot to this and you can make some, you can make some smart moves if you, if you plan ahead and kind of think about things. So I was really excited to meet you and hear about it because, because I think there's a huge opportunity here, particularly because, you know, and, and by the way, um, thank you for the, for the articles that you sent me. There's a number of articles that, that Michelle sent over. I'm going to include those in the, in the show notes, uh, quick reads, all of them, but it, but I think it does a great job of lending more detail to kind of the scope of, of kind of what the challenge is for everybody's employees, right? Um, the, the number that you gave me, it's a quarter of the, in, in any business, a quarter of your employees are under a, a, a not insignificant amount of stress as it relates to their finances. And I think that's a really high number, right? I mean, particularly because everything seems to be so good right now, right? That's right. Yep, we are spent, um, well, well, we spent 16 years in the public education system learning about how to get a job and a career and earn money. And very little of that, if any, is, you know, spent on how to learn how to manage that money to reach lifestyle goals. And specifically to your podcast audience, you know, as managers, um, yeah, you've got to be aware that maybe up to a quarter percent of your team members are sitting at their desk preoccupied with what's going on at home with their finances. Mm -hmm. So whether that, you know, whether that's, um, managing their credit or figuring out how to pay their bills or um, something good like buying a home. Mm -hmm. Very big life event that is distracting and, you know, they very could well be spending work time thinking about and dealing with those personal finance issues. 
Mm-hmm. So, right. Yeah, and, and think the, about the impact that has on 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 an employee or you know on a team member uh, just throughout the day. Right. What kind of a what kind of an attitude does that person have? Um, and how might it be manifesting itself, right? It might be that somebody, you know, this is sometimes, sometimes people aren't grump, grumpy, they're just hungry, right? And, and, and this, you know, sometimes people aren't mean, they're just really stressed, right? And, and, uh, and there's right. an impact there. The other thing too that I'm thinking about, I, I, I spend an awful lot of time um, through, through, uh, through my church kind of, I'm in a marriage, uh, a marriage group and, one of the things that we talk about in our group is that finances are a core root cause of strife in the, in that relationship. And so I would bet, you know, maybe there's more than that 25%, right? Because people are raising their hand and identifying, you know, I'm dissatisfied with my life right now because I'm, I'm arguing with my wife, but I'm arguing about finances. So maybe that 25% number is even higher, right? So my point being that we're going to be talking in a little bit about how, you know, some strategies for, for, for maybe putting together some sort of, uh, of, uh, of wellness program or financial wellness program for your team, it could have an impact that goes well beyond even what we're talking about here, right? Because, because, because money, you know, money really does make the world go round and kind of sits as a root cause for a lot of problems that people have, maybe even beyond the numbers that, that were in that article. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, healthier, more adjusted employee is going to be more stable, you know, someone who's happy in their relationship and Mm -hmm. not stressed outside of the workplace because they have those personal finance skills to, to cope with different situations that come up or yeah, they're going to be happier. They're going to be more loyal. They're going to be in the workplace more often, more productive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's not like it's just something that that uh, that as leaders we'd be doing as a nice thing for our employees, right? There, there's actually some real tangible benefits as the team leader or as the business owner for doing something like this, right? Well, especially in today's job market, um, very low unemployment rate. Uh, this idea is newer and trending, but. It's something that employers are using to differentiate themselves as mm-hmm. an employer. You know, from a recruiting aspect, um, it can you know, be great to offer 401k and health benefits. Um, those are you know, pretty standard with a lot of jobs. Um, so this is just one more aspect of a wellness program that can attract employees and make you a very competitive employer mm-hmm. out there in the job market. Yeah. And you kind of talk about that. So let's just say that, that, that someone is listening to this and says, you know, I, I, I think this is making good sense. How would I go about doing this? Can you, can you kind of share some, some pro tips for how, for how you might, how you might address this? Absolutely. So if this is something that you'd like to offer your employees and incorporate into an existing or even a new wellness program, and there's some core things that you want to start with. Um, So very well-versed in their finances and they might need more advanced topics. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but education is an ongoing and lifelong experience. Mm-hmm. You know, your financial decisions and situations as, as you move through your various stages of life are going to change. Yeah. So it's not like you can go to one class and then all of a sudden, you know, you're, yes, you're prepared for buying a house or you're all queued up to start planning for retirement. That doesn't mean that you're ready or you have a great exit strategy when it comes time for retirement. So there's a different level of uh, topics and complexities that that you can get into no matter where you're at on the spectrum. Right. Um, So yeah, then there's going to be other people that fully acknowledge, Hey, I never got any financial education. I have struggled with budgeting, for example, my entire life and I could really use help with this. And you know, maybe a one-on-one uh, coaching session or a webinar format or a classroom format might work best for that person. Getting mm-hmm. online and looking, you know, for information and self-teaching how to do a budget doesn't work for everybody. And a huge part of money and our relationship with money is behavioral, mm-hmm. right? So some people do just need help with the behavioral aspect of identifying what's going on and then some coaching or counseling on how to change those behaviors Mm. and then accountability, a follow-up piece to make sure that they are actually doing what they, they want to do to see the changes that they want to see. So does that help answer your yeah, question. Really right, yeah, it really does. Mean, kind of okay. what I've heard. Yeah. I've, yeah. Yeah. That, that's great. Yeah. Financial education is applicable to, you know, all different levels of income and financial knowledge mm-hmm. on all aspects of the spectrum. Yeah. So once you have a good idea of where your team is at and the next step, as far as how to go about implementing this, would be to design a program and you want to make sure that you have a variety of different learning formats. I touched on this before, right? There's different learners. There's people who are going to feel very open about asking for help with their finances. There's going to be some people that are more private or there might be, you know, even shame associated with asking for help with their finances. Absolutely. And so having a variety, Mm-hmm. Having a variety of formats to help your team um, get the information that they want and are hungry for in a variety of ways. So I've listed out a few of those on this slide, but mm-hmm. um, online classes, webinars, live coaching, um, you know, classes, workbooks are all uh, great methods to to reach your team. Perfect. You also, yeah, and then. As you're implementing these different varieties of learning formats, you want to make sure that you are measuring. You have some form of measurement in place to uh, determine if your program is effective. Mm-hmm. So, yep, a before a measurement and an after measurement to really demonstrate the, the results of the program. For example, credit you'd want to take a snapshot of where your team members are, 
who's participating in the, the credit class before, and then six months after, you know, where's their credit score and uh, behavior that over time to see what kind of improvement. Mm-hmm. Another example would be 401k participation. If you offer this as a benefit, but you don't see a high enrollment, why? It's, it's free money for people. So you may want to have a class where you try and affect the enrollment. So that mm-hmm. may look like a, a before measure of how many team members are participating and then you know, have maybe a lunch and learn with one-on-one coaching sessions to help mm-hmm. enroll people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a measurement of after to see how many team members are, are now enrolled. So those are very concrete examples of how you can measure the effectiveness of a you know, wellness um, initiative for financial education. Um, and of course, the Seems, most let me stop effective... You. Let me start. Yeah, it seems like with the, with the assessment piece, also thinking through that, some sort of an incentive program, right? To, uh, in your example with the credit class, right? What's, what's the incentive to report after the fact, right? Maybe a little contest or something like that. And it doesn't have to be like a, like a huge thing, but maybe it's just like a leaderboard or, you know, just something, just something Absolutely. that comes to mind, you know? Absolutely. Also, uh, maybe offering uh, or hosting lunch, you know, if it's a lunch and learn, Mm-hmm. Free food always brings employees. Yeah. Uh, or if you have um, some sort of, well, there's different incentives. I'll just give an example from an, an employer I was at. Um, they actually gave a credit uh, toward this. It was like a, a little bonus towards uh, our, our time off for getting into those classes too. Oh, that's a neat little nugget. One-on-one counseling. Yeah. Yeah, one-on-one counseling. Um, So it was... So if you did that, you could get a little extra time for the the family, right? I love that. That's a great... Yeah, well, yeah, flex time to go enjoy your... Yeah, enjoy your your time with the family or whatever you want to do. Maybe it's going out and getting to... Yeah, not work, right? Something not work, work. exactly. (laughs) Nothing's coming to mind, but yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay, and then um, we get you know the I think you kind of touched on it a little bit, but but this this idea that because you've got audience, your your the the disposition of the work of the team, people are going to be in different places. Um, Having a variety of topics is important too, right? Exactly. Having a variety of topics and also providing that education over a longer period of time, you know, Mm -hmm. continuing to offer the topics, what might be applicable right now for someone might not be applicable in another six months to a year um, and repeating the information, Mm -hmm. you know, annually. Um, So that's where videos, come in uh, or webinars that are recorded that employees can go back and revisit and, um, you know, just refresh their memories or new employees that come on board within that year have access to that training. Um, A really good way to to maximize the value of that investment Mm -hmm. in the training. Yeah, you had said in the in 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 the in the opening when, when we were talking that these you know these things can take a long time before you start to see, um, the uh, you know the 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 super success right that, um, 
a lot of this is, is an uphill slog for a while. And then you're, you know, compounding kicks in and you start, you, you have less debt and so on and so forth. So if this is something that an organization is thinking about implementing as a, as a benefit, it needs to be something thought of for the long haul, not something that can be one and done. Right. Absolutely. Although, yes, it's interesting and nice to come up with, you know, one or two lunch and learns. A series is going to to be much more um, effective and adding in the long term monitoring and coaching to, to really measure those results is, is going to be the most effective and, and valuable for the organization. Mm-hmm. And, you know, don't get me wrong, something like a credit score can be affected pretty quickly and even over six months. You know, in that mm-hmm. example, you can measure before and after and see a pretty big difference. But mm-hmm. if you are helping younger employees, you know, millennials uh, who are balancing paying off their school loan debt, maybe with trying to save for a home. Um, there's a lot of preparation that goes into getting ready to buy a home, right? So that might right. be a very intensive one to your process to, to get things in order and, and make sure that you're doing all those good behaviors over a long time to get to where you want mm-hmm. to, to be. You know what I've heard, so, yeah. the way I've heard this process described in the past, it's like uh, um, when I was a kid, riding my bike up a hill, the trip up the hill was just hard, you know, just switching back and forth and standing up and, and trying to get up to the top of the hill. But then once I crested the hill, it got really, really easy on the way down. It was a lot of fun on the way down, you know, and, and that just really resonated with me. And I, I, I you know, I, I bring it up because I think that's an important piece of the, of the, uh, of any kind of program it needs to be making sure that the, 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 the team's expectations are, are calibrated correctly, right? That, That's a great right. analogy, right? Yeah. With any program, there's going to be work and effort up front and uh, you right. will reap the benefits. Yeah. Right. Because you're going to have, yeah, you're going to have people that are dropping off and like, you know what, this just doesn't work. And they're right. It doesn't because they dropped out. And, but those, right. that's the, those are the same team members that are going to be at the water cooler with the guys that are slogging it out. And, and, and I think that's something as, a, as, as leaders that, uh, um, uh, that, 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 that needs to be, you know, you need to be thinking about that. Maybe talk, maybe it's something to talk about in one-on-ones or, or something like that, right? What I'm, you know, Great point. kind of, Michelle, as you've laid this out, what I'm seeing is that, yes, there's a programming component to this and there's a thought that goes into this, but this is the kind of thing that needs to kind of, of um, sort of weave its way into it's not just a benefit, right? This is a this is a lifestyle kind of thing. This is and 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 it needs to be something. This needs to be something that um, that you're we're talking about with our team members on a regular basis, right? Where are you at? And how are things going? And right, you're working so hard to, to make a buck. Are you doing everything that you can to to maximize that? You know. Tough, Absolutely. Topic. tough topic to do, right? But, but something to think about. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. ingraining um, something like this into the culture or whatever the wellness approach is, you know, it's important to, to show your team members that you care about them. And, you know, you, oftentimes we spend more time in our workplace than we do at home with our families. So, um, yeah, really helping employees to, to be happy and healthy at home is, is yeah. shows 
that you care, but it's also, you know, important part of employee wellness. Absolutely. Well, good. Well, let's say that, that, um, that we're listening to this and we're convinced this is something that we need to get into. Um, what are some, what are some first steps that, uh, that someone could take to, to get the ball rolling with, to, with something like this? So if you, depending on the size of your company, right, and what you have in place already, um, if you feel like you need additional assistance outside of your internal HR team or benefits team, uh, you can start with your local bank or credit union. There's a lot of financial education resources there, um, Mm. often free. That's a great tip. Yeah, um, I didn't list them here on the getting started page just because there's so many out there, but mm-hmm. financial literacy and education is a very big initiative for, for banks. And although it's not their full-time business, you know, they might have a lot of resources for an employer. It's a good place to start. Um, mm-hmm. The links here on the getting started pages are some different organizations um, that also list resources. The FDIC actually has a self-guided, it's like a go-to, ready-go solution of, for online learning. Great. Um, so yeah, that's something that could be, you know, implemented for free pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, EverFi is also a, a company that has a lot of resources. Um, and, you know, it's a good place to start if you want more help with looking at the bigger picture and coming up with a comprehensive program, of course, I could also help with something like that as, as far as the whole, you know, assessment design implementation, delivery of live classes, ongoing um, monitoring and coaching sort Mm -hmm. of thing, a more comprehensive solution. Yeah. Well, those are all great resources. We'll include, we'll include all of that uh, in the show notes. Um, we'll also make sure to include a link to your website, The Money Boss, which is just, just such a cool title. <laughs> I, I love the name of your business. And you, Thank you. You, you know, for folks that, that are looking for extra help, I mean, this is what you do. So how, uh, how, how, might they, how might they get in contact with you? And, and you actually were kind enough to put together a, a, an offer. Um, you, want, you want to share that with us? Absolutely. So with the podcast, we'll include my website, um, which is, has all of the ways to contact me. Um, but it also like to extend um, to all of your podcast listeners an invitation for a free lunch and learn. So I can come in to your job site and or workplace and give a presentation 45 minutes or so. Uh, could even be you know, multiple if you have a lot of employees or different lunch shifts, and we can make it worth everyone's while by bringing in some uh, food or goodies. And not only, you know, can we pick a topic that can, people can get a lot out of and, and find really useful. And um, one of the things that I like to do is have a little activity or game where employees get to choose the topics of interest that that they would most like to see in their workplace. So it's very engaging. It gets their feedback. And, you know, it's a really great way to initially survey um, interest and 
you know, what potential topics might be the most helpful or popular with your team. Perfect. Most helpful. Perfect. Okay. And we'll include a link to that as well. So um, make sure to check the show notes out to, to connect with, uh, with Michelle and, and, and check out the resources that she's included for us. Man, this went really quick. Thank you for, uh, th- thank you for sharing all of this with us, Michelle. I, I, I can see this being a, 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 a really powerful thing to share with our, with our teammates, particularly those of us that struggle with it, right? Absolutely. And like you said, part of the culture and, and just making sure that we are showing our teams that we care and we, we, we want to help improve their wellness. Well, great. Well, thanks again for, uh, for making the time for us. I really appreciate it. It's been my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me today. I'd like to thank Michelle for stopping by. I thought this was a really great conversation. Like I said, we're going to include everything about the conversation and all the the articles that we referenced in the show notes. If this is something that that you think you'd like to to get into and, and you want to talk to Michelle, I'd encourage you to take advantage of that offer she put together for us. Don't know what I'm going to be talking about next time. Probably we're going to get back into cybersecurity. I know we started there and then I kind of got sidetracked. It's because I met so many interesting people and I just wanted to, to, to get them on. Until next time, I hope my good friend Jesus blesses you with peace in your heart, wisdom in your spirit, and a whole lot of laughter in your belly. Take care now.